Still playing, like I said, I gave him my guitar. He was supposed to fix it, and he fucking has it. Put it on blast. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Get your shit straight, Larry. Fucking Larry. But um, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Unbroken Docs podcast. I'm here with bitch ass Eric, oh, bitch ass Eric, and yeah. bitch ass Danny. Yo, yeah, we tried this. We tried this a minute ago. What this whole thing? I think we should be honest and tell him. How it failed horribly. Oh, and yeah. We had to cleanse our souls. That was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, my God. So we were <laughs> about, what, 30 minutes ago, mm-hmm. we were being adults with our notes that I printed out. <laughs> and then we started planning it out. Like, okay, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. And then this. And then segment to this. <laughs> and then we're like, cool, go. Let's go. Yeah. Fucking like little kids with our backpacks and shit. Yep. Ready for the, for the first day of school. Oh, and yeah. And then we got into it. <clears throat> Awkward as shit. It was terrible. <laughs> Insert crickets. Yeah. It, the fucking, the vibe between us was just. It was bad. Oh my God. I and wanted I, you to leave. I, <laughs> I wanted you to fucking leave. I wanted you to stop breathing, bro. Yeah. No, it was, it was hardcore. And I like how we tried to keep going and be like, okay, yeah. So, uh-huh. We love um, everybody. And yeah. um, so I learned this mm. and I'm like, yeah, it's interesting because um, I think that, mm. why the fuck did I, I sound like Lars Ulrich? <laughs> Yeah, uh, so- <laughs> the most interesting part about the whole thing is that, you know, with the creation of the podcast, you have to understand that um, it was a very awkward moment for us. No, dude, he's not just saying, holy shit, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, it was just, dude, it was, it was awkward until I was like, I can't, I stopped. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, <laughs> I could not do it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Then I, I was I was so relieved. It was like like a relationship oh that I wanted God. to end to yeah, end. I'm so like, badly. just stop like, it, let, kill let's, it. Let's just stop talking. Yeah, yeah. So we stopped it. We fucking listened to music. I had to finish our beers. We went to a whole different room. Talked about Call of Duty. Fucking Call of Duty. It was fucking awesome. And then we're like, all right, let's fucking do this. Now we're... We're back in action. We're ready. Yeah, we're feeling loose. We're feeling good. And we got some wine too. Yep. I feel better now. We yeah. turn off a light because this fucking lamp sucks, according to you. Yeah, it, it does. I, I hate that type of lighting. I always liked warmer lighting. And we got this big ass vibrant thing. I don't know how Paulina can work here with this like <laughs> completely high luminescent thing. Like, dude, I hate it. I think that was throwing me off too. Are we going to have to do like one of those scenes from uh, that movie? What's called? Um, what's it with The Office? The Office movie? Where like, they go to the they, they to the this parking lot or like this park and they they uh, bust up the fucking printer, office space. Oh, office space. Office space. Yeah, 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 that movie. We can do that with this lamp. Yeah, right. With some fucking Wu Tang in the back and shit. Piece of shit, <laughs> fucking me up. I thought you were gonna get away with this. Oh fuck! Just fuck it. That was um, fucking nuts. It was hilarious. Yeah, but as you can see, we we everybody fucks up. Yeah, and we, this isn't the first time. No, we consistently fuck up. It's what we do. Yeah. It's exactly. what we all do. It's okay if you fuck up. I fuck up. I fucked up today at work. I, sometimes I even fuck down. <laughs> it's true. I, 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 that sounds very uncomfortable. It is. It's very uncomfortable. I'm not <laughs> proud to admit it. down. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so what's going on with you? Uh, same old, same old. Uh, we had uh, a few friends over the weekend uh department for a little social distancing hanging that's nice. cool it was, it was good to see them did you really distance yeah they were like you know came in legit masks no shit, shit really? yeah, they, like, yeah they were like you know we, we had the table they sat like further oh from God. us and and um i'm a piece of shit then yeah no well, well dude like i'm like whatever you know but they were like yeah no, like we're gonna do it I'm, like oh it's cool it's okay. my house i'm not wearing yeah. a fucking mask i just washed my fucking face right and went, hey you know what they're taking they're, they're, they're exactly and I, was like, I was like all about it great like that's super cool like yeah I'm like, whatever, whatever makes everyone feel safer. And, you know, we had food and wine and shit, and we just chatted. And then they're like, uh, we were, ta- oh, we were playing the Blockbuster game. Oh, okay. Game. Yeah, yeah. And then in the midst of it, uh, I think the, the signs or the movies, like, popped up. And then uh, my friend's wife, they're like, oh, I've never seen it. They're like, well, you've never seen it? And I was like, we should just watch it right now. They're like okay and I was like, fuck yeah yeah so again just social distancing fucking mass we just went to the living room busted it on watched the movie it was super cool it was yeah. nice and and it was uh great to see them again it, it had been a long time 
That's cool. Did and you keep your clothes on? Of course. Oh, okay. No. Thank it's, God. It's uh, I, I couldn't. It's it's, th- it's three women against one man. <laughs> I, I would lose. I would, you would lose completely. You would lose that fight a hundred times over, over, buddy. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then yeah, and Sunday was just a chill day. Okay. And now we're here back in fucking Chicago fucking doing things. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It's um, and then next month is my birthday. Damn birthday, birthday boy. The big three five. Damn thirty five. That that's that's like a that's an age you want to celebrate. You know, it's a even not an even number, but you know, it's one of those numbers that <laughs> like three five. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, it's the I think that's the age that Jesus Christ like he topped that. He topped out at thirty five. That's where it, that that that's so where he peaked. If I if I survive this, I'm like mm, yeah yeah. There you go. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no. What, what what what's about you? What's what's going with your life? Nothing much, you know. Since last week, I mean, um, uh, something new. We bought some bikes, trying to stay active. I can't run. I hate running. I hate running too. I can pedal all day. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like bike. I used to bike. You know, I used to bike with a good friend of mine. Um, Jesus. goes by the name. Yeah. He, well, he looked like Jesus at one point. Um, but yeah, we used to bike together all the time and um i don't know we uh, me and paulina you know my wife we came up with the grand idea of getting some bikes you know just to try and stay active went to dick sporting goods got ourselves some bikes and then we went to swallow cliff little did i know that she never <laughs> has biked like that she was more of a training wheels kind of well, also you, know? I, you guys went mountain biking like, yeah so we went mountain like, biking yeah. it was my first experience too but i don't i'm not you know i don't care you know like i'll go in i'll, I'll get dirt on myself whatever that but to michigan yeah that oh I, i've been wanting to talk about that on here and we'll okay. we'll definitely get to that trip to michigan Damn, I want to talk about that trip to Michigan. Okay, talk now. about it a little bit. Go for it. No, I want to finish. Yourself. I right, want to finish, finish about what bro, I did. Finish all over me. All right. So we were biking, and this is kind of her first extreme experience. And her first exports. Yeah, and on our first downhill, like she was like, "Oh my god, Daniel, 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 no, Daniel, Daniel!" And like she, she spread her feet and everything. She's like, "Oh my god!" And she's like, "Going, dude, it, it was, it was very comedic. Like you had to see this." I know it doesn't sound funny because I suck at explaining things, but it was the most funniest thing I've did, ever did seen. Did she not press the brakes? She was pressing the brakes, but, but on her way down, like she literally like passed right by me. She like slow shot right in front of me, and I only saw her working one brake. And I'm like, no, you got to kind of work both, both a little like bit, a little you know? Bit. Yeah, but don't press too hard because then you'll you'll eat shit. Madness, you know, yeah. you'll face you'll face plant. But on the second one, she definitely ate shit. Oh, it was a downhill, and it had a turn. And on that turn, oh, I think she tried no. staying perpendicular to the ground oh, instead of going with the turn. Yeah. So she fell down. And I didn't even notice she fell until like a couple told me, hey, you know, she fell, she fell. And I turned around, but she had a smile on her face. She laughed it off, you know. <laughs> That's what I would have done too. But deep down inside, I probably would have been like, fuck, am I hurt? Am yeah, I injured? Like, yeah, you go to her, like, you're like laughing your ass up, but inside you're like, I was almost a widow. Oh my God, never leave me again. Fuck yeah. bikes. <laughs> fuck bikes. Uh, oh my God. But, um, no, what's it called? Uh, but no, she left it off, you know, and she, she was fine. And then what else did I do? Um, I don't know. I, I went over a friend's house, had some brisket. brisket. They, they they busted out the the Nintendo Switch with the projector. It was awesome. Had a good time. You know, it's funny thing. Gabby wants to switch, like, super badly. Dude. Like, like, she didn't want, like, for the past two years, she's like, I want to switch. I'm like, all right, we'll get a switch. We can't find them anywhere. No, they're gone. Dude, they're all sold out. L- sw- Gaming systems and bikes, yeah, which you have, yeah, odd enough, they're fucking gone. You go to a Walmart or Target, they're all gone. All bikes are gone. All systems are gone. Um, all the affordable ones are gone. Yeah, yeah. When it comes oh, to yeah. bikes, oh yeah, yeah. But and yeah. I, my, it hurt me buying it. But you know what? It's an investment, bro. Bikes yeah, it are is. awesome, bro. It is. Um, no, it didn't hurt me. But you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like I, I wish it. You know, they're, <clears throat> you know, buy a normal bike or whatever, but. I had to get something a little bit more advanced, yeah. but it was the only option, cheapest option, mm-hmm. really. So yeah. <clears throat> I just got it. But yeah, you're right. It's an investment. I had a good time. I mean, I have a good time. Yeah. So we're we're saving up for that switch. You know, money is not it's tighter now. So we're like switch ain't that bad. What is it like three hundred bucks? Yeah, but for a gaming system, I already have two of them. Yeah. And then she's like, "Well, I'm like, but the switch is fun, bro." Yeah, but you know, it's fun. You know, uh, sipping with donations, PO box is no <laughs> like that. Um, but yeah, I know it's you know it's it's. it's so what, you want to get into this shit or what? Let's fucking run it. All right, man. So um, what I want to talk about today is masculinity and more importantly, how it molded us. You know, 
I mean, we're obviously both dudes. Um, but hopefully, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the name, Ari? The tests are back, and you are a dude, an asshole, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I want to talk more about that because you know, I mean, that's like the whole reason, right? We're here. That's like the elephant in the room, is that we're dudes. We're a lot of us are dudes, but how it molded us, you know, even in ways that we are not aware of, mm-hmm. you know, like we go through our lives just kind of being men and unaware or, you know, un- unconscious about the actions we do. But in reality, there's a lot of things in our life that molded us and things that were like secretly implanted in us that made us who we are and how we are. Yeah. And I know there's some things that need to be put a fucking stop to, some things that need to be talked about more, mm-hmm. some things that should need to be amplified more, and I want to get to it. Oh, go for it. Yeah, knock it out the ballpark, bro. Okay. Um, I was listening to a podcast, another podcast called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. And um, uh, the producer, uh, oh, because the guys were going back and forth about, you know, because they were both drama kids and they were in high school. And, you know, like, there was like the classic bullies, you know, like who b- bullied you for being in, in, drama, in drama class and like, oh, you fucking gay this, gay that. And they were like, they're being extreme and like, and like, their experiences i'm like yeah i'm I'm like i'm like shaking my head like yep that's true like they would do that like i i I didn't experience that but i would see that happen like in high school and kids and they're just going back about like you know how just like extreme boys are you know just how mean they are because you know they're just taught by their dads or by movies or by friends that you know like being a man is this and yeah and if you're not that then we're gonna pick on you but then she said she she like kind of laughed and she's like whoa whoa." she goes i had no idea this was a real thing she goes it sounds like like being a, a guy sounds exhausting like growing up and i was like yeah she's actually said it in a very good way like it is exhausting because yeah. you're constantly trying to defend like your your quote unquote honor as a man as, yeah. and, or as who you're trying to emulate or trying to represent as being this man and as i was like thinking about it i was like holy shit like yeah it's it's exhausting trying to just put up this front if like you know if i was gay like to put up this front, like, okay, well, I'm not, and hiding it until I came out comfortably, which, you know, would have been, I'm sure, like, very tough for people to do. And it, it, it just kind of, like, hit the nail on the head. Like, it's it's very exhausting to be a boy, you know? Um, which, you know, unfortunately, when you don't talk about this, then it leads to fucking death and then suicide or alcoholism or, yeah. you know, I mean. So for me personally, there wasn't, um, a lot of toxic like my dad was always been super chill I'm a very loving person like you know you can ask Gabby you can see us like I'm super like cutesy and like love my wife or whoever I'm like you know it's my significant other with any girlfriend or my wife now especially especially with Gabby because she's like she's like super cutesy too I've never been afraid to show affection or say I love you or whatever but there are definitely instances in life that I can think back of where um where I was growing and being this dude. And I, I remember like things in life, like making me question what I can and can't say or what I shouldn't say because maybe it's not who I should be. Mm-hmm. And even some things that seeped into my subconscious and I didn't even know about it, and I acted on. And then years later, I'm like, oh fuck, like that was a, like that was a, a, a form of that masculinity that like seeped into my subconscious and like, I, I still acted on it. Um, a lot of, a lot of the things that have to do with that is so so for me the things that i can remember was uh growing up with my brother and you know his older friends well my brother's old, four years older than him mm-hmm. so uh, a lot of things that i was exposed to uh, the classic dudes you know they're cool and whatever uh, but you know they were four years older than me and i was exposed to things way ahead of my time that I didn't understand yet. Right. And so I was already acting like a certain way, like a certain like tough dude or like kind of like, like this kind of like suave kind of sexual symbol kind of dude a bit too ahead of my time. And, um, while I, w- I always maintained my like niceness and my like ability to be open and, and warm, there was some things that were like ingrained into me, mm-hmm. like some, some, some subtle shit, like um like about you know like porn dude like was fucking i was uh <laughs> exposed to that way too early or oh, yeah. at, not too early but at a wrong time and it's funny because when you guys talk about that they're like oh whatever it's cool that you watch porn at fucking 13 yeah. like, fucking i saw my first titty at the age of 12 and it's like you know what uh, it's not that great i mean I mean, it's not that good that you were exposed so early because then you begin so early to like to uh like 
um, develop those feelings. Yeah, of, oh, and not even feelings. Like you just start like seeing women as just like objects, right? Right. First right. and foremost, before respecting them, you know. Yeah. Shit, I, dude. I, I fucking got my first glimpse of pornography. I think I was like five. Mm or five or six because we we had gotten like the little black boxes yeah and i you know i was skimping through the channels and my mom was next to me too and you know we're just like fucking around whatever i'm like oh look cartoons cartoons and mm -hmm. then bam channel 69 and Ooh, snap. is it really I, channel 69 i think it was 69 or 96 what, at the time was that skinamax i have no idea what it was but it, it was something and my mom's like fuck change it change it and ever since then you're yeah you're right like it's kind of i didn't see women as objects but i'm just kind of like oh what was that you know right. i want to see that what's going on what's he putting in her butt you know <laughs> like is he putting it in her butt and then later i learned like what no, he's mean? not putting it yeah, yeah. like what, what's going on yeah like you're not supposed to do that yeah no <laughs> but that, that's the funny thing right it's um again and for me personally i had so many questions but i was too cool mm -hmm. to be like hey what does this mean or why do i feel this way like as open as i was and as innocent as i was yeah. i was never just blatantly flat out like um hey i feel this way about this like what does that mean yeah like i was just trying to like be cool enough to like understand on my own I, like as if i already knew and i was acting like oh i know how to, i know what this means I, I can figure it out yeah but i should have probably asked a few more questions and then again there was no one really to ask my older brother was you know older than me and in high school and kind of doing his thing and being the high school kid and i was like yeah he and i was just graduating um grade school and going into high school and it was uh it was very confusing it was very confusing and um it was very damaging mm -hmm. some of the things that i learned or that was able to coexist with through them was damaging for me like um yeah it was just so like in, so like in school was there ever a time that you had to lie about you know how you really felt about something because you had fear of kids making fun of you or something like that or yeah so you know that's that's funny because you know, like the the classic things where you know, like, okay, well, your dad was uh, uh, super macho, or your uncle said, oh, don't fucking say this because you sound gay, or, or and and in high school, the jocks would be like, oh, this guy is being a little fag or some shit. I'm like, that never happened to me because they knew that Eric was the funny, eclectic guy. You know, oh, like, I, I, I fit, you. I fit in every crowd and in no crowd. Like oh, I, I would always okay, float okay. around, and um, so I was just like that dude, where it's like, oh, it's it's Eric. Yeah, that's just Eric. He's just he's just funny. He's just a funny guy. He's just a funny guy. So even yeah. if I did something where to another kid they would have said, "Oh, you know, he's fucking being gay or whatever." Well, there is like, "Oh, it's fucking Eric. He's just being fucking Eric." You know, he's just being yeah. hilarious. And I'm like, "Okay, well, I'm just being me." Yeah. Like, like I, I guess I had like that that cover or that safety net that I was, you know, the funny guy. Right. But I think with me personally, it was more older guys that set the bar for me. Yeah. And while I was the funny, eclectic, kind of emotional kind of guy there was still some things that I was masking because I was trying to pretend that I understand, I, I understood it and I didn't. Right. And that kind of had its effects. So I know that had its effects on me for many years. Like okay. From like, you know, from high school, like beginning of high school through like 26, mm -hmm. like where it was like really like affecting me. Like, Oh, like I didn't realize I was being like, I was, I was being an asshole to my, to my, my, my high school sweetheart. Yeah. Um, we were together for seven fucking years and um we went through some some shit you know as people do but three years in we broke up and we should have stayed broken up yeah but then we did the classic like no we're gonna stay together kind of deal like we're gonna we're gonna try to work this out but i kept holding shit over her head um i was very manipulative and very kind of like oh you should have done this so you fucked me over i'm gonna fuck you but in a very not even like in a very fair hu human kind of way like you know like eye for an eye it was very more like, oh, you know, you did this to me, you, you, you evil woman, you know, mm -hmm. kind of deal. Like, I, like as a man, I had a stronger, like, understanding, or like I was superior to her. Yeah. And for a long time, I was like, man, like, why, why would I think this? Like, no one ever taught me this. I, I never saw anything or heard anything that made me believe this. But it was just those small things, uh, being with older dudes and seeing them objectify women or their partners and made me like in my subconscious it, it seeped in so much so yeah. that i was doing it in a long fucking time like i wasn't doing it in one day like oh you're a dumb bitch yeah no no, no i was subtle about it i was manipulative and i was an asshole over oh, a long it. period of time absolutely and it was just like man like fuck like and i look back and i remember that's the first time i, I actually uh knew about depression 
Okay. When I had that that breakup, mm-hmm. it's like through all that whole um, re- relationship, I was just like coasting and figuring things out, and not even figuring things out. I was just being and acting and reacting to things that were happening to me, rather than being conscious, you know. And I would always give friends great advice and all these things, but I would never practice what I would preach. Like mm-hmm. it was, it's always like the, the, the thing, right? And I remember when we, when we broke up. Finally, I um, I was single for a very short period of time. And um, I remember like a wall. Just, like, imagine like, like you just left like this 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 bad party, right? Like oh, you kind of like breathe. Like, oh, I, that party was long and stupid, and fun. Yeah. the drinks were shitty. But I was there for too long. And then you're walking out, and you just feel like something like looming and large behind you. And you're like, you look behind. You're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And it's like a tsunami of emotions that just crashed oh, yeah. down on me. Yep. That I didn't deal with. And that is the first time I experienced depression. I cried at work in a in a super macho masculine fucking uh, factory warehouse warehouse. And yeah. I was like, wow, holy shit! Like yeah. worst place to do it. I mean, you know, to not to make fun of. Um, but those were like my, my small answers. I mean, luckily I've kind of caught them now, but how did, how did you like, how did it affect you like growing up? Cause you, you were again, five years younger than me. Let's see, where do I start? I mean, I could just start with my dad and you know, his parents, um, and my father, for example, they grew up in a time where depression and anxiety wasn't considered an illness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So what happened is my grandfather couldn't, he didn't teach my dad about, oh, you know, mental health or anything like that. So they couldn't teach us that. So that all kind of trickled down to like me in a way where there were times that I felt like I couldn't express myself to my dad because my dad was so tough. You know, he Mm -hmm. was very like, like, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying these things? Like, wh- what do you mean you feel this way? Mm-hmm. He wasn't saying that, you know, he wasn't calling me like a bitch or anything like that. Or like, oh, you're a sissy girl or nothing like that. But mm-hmm. he just didn't understand these things. He was just kind of like, you're okay. You know, just just suck it up. It happens. That's life. Just deal with it. He didn't know how to attend to like, hey, I feel this way. This happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, You know, I feel sad. I feel depressed. I, I have anxiety the the response was always like you'll be fine you'll be fine you know everything will work out just push it down yeah exactly just push it down not, not, well it, he didn't want to say it like but essentially that. though but that's but basically what it yeah. is like i was telling myself that like oh you know just push those feelings down like he said it'll go away uh, and so that's kind of what i always did like so that kind of translated to me being in school where you know, especially in school, it's what's worse in school. Mm-hmm. You know, young kids are, they're dicks, yeah. you know, we're assholes. I was an asshole too, but I was one of the more kind of sentimental, emotional, you know, <laughs> assholes. <kid>. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, yeah, I, I, I was very emotional. I was very sentimental. You know, I would have to hide a lot of those things, you know, they, I, I would get bullied a lot. And I didn't know how to handle those things. I didn't know who to go talk to. I didn't know because I, I just I just knew what was going on at home that it's like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, if I go talk to my teacher, she's going to tell me everything's fine. Everything's okay. You right. know? Um, so I, I, I had a lot of anxiety in school. I, I kind of, I was, I was very sad. I was very depressed. I didn't know what I was feeling. But I was kind of down most of the time. I felt like people didn't like me. I was always telling myself, like, oh, it's Daniel. You know, here he comes. You know, like those type of things. You know, that, that that's how I was in, high, in in elementary school. In high school, however, things kind of changed a little bit. I kind of stopped caring. Mm-hmm. And like I said in the last episode, that's where I started to experience really talking to people and mm-hmm. opening up because others were opening up to me. Yeah. So that's where it kind of stopped. But basically from the beginning like what i've experienced and even till this day i still do like i i i actually act out in very machismoistic ways Mm -hmm. if that's how you want to call it just like you were saying about with a girlfriend or whatever you um you know you you're like no like no this is how it's going to happen what's wrong with you you crazy broad or whatever yeah like dude i i've done that i actually did that recently 
had a big fight with my wife and actually her mom and her sister. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, I got pumped up by my dad because I actually feel comfortable to go talk to him about Mm -hmm. these things now. Mm -hmm. I was going through something and, you know, now that we're much older, we have a much closer relationship. I went to go talk to him and he's like, you know what? You can't let that happen, man. You got to put your foot down and be like, no, you can't treat me this way. So yeah, like that definitely did influence me. Do I feel bad about it? I did. And I still do. And I went to go apologize. But I'm not going to lie. I felt like it was something that I kind of had to do, too. You know, like. Yeah, but also that, that I remember that, that night, it like, like you took your dad's good advice. Like, you know, keep, you know, put your foot down, like make a point, you know, like about, you know, what you expect or what you want. But at the time, you were also very upset and probably drunk. Yeah. So it's just like. I actually wasn't drunk. Oh, it was, it was, oh the, the day of. It was like the during day. the day. Right, it was like right. okay, broad okay. daylight. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Um. So I've acted out in those kind of ways. Um, but I mean, for the most part, I mean, I, I've experienced that from my dad. Uh, well, my dad has experienced it too, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when he got laid off of work, you know, he was the main breadwinner. His thought is I am the man and I am supposed to support, like that is my job mm-hmm. to support this family and raise his family. Like that was his only job really. Mm-hmm. So when he got laid off, his world just cut, you know, it just crumbled Mm -hmm. because that's all he knows. And I feel like that's how masculinity and, you know, machismo-ness and the Latinx culture, Mm -hmm. that's how it's affecting the men, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's telling the men, no, you're supposed to be tough because you have a family to raise Mm -hmm. and it's only you. you, you can do this and you can't show your weaknesses. You can't show that you're sad. You can't show that you don't know how you're going to do it. You yeah. just say, I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it That's happen. It, right. No matter but what. But deep down inside, yeah. you know, this fucking guy, whoever the hell you are out there, you know, you're freaking out. You don't know what to do. You don't know how you're going to make ends meet. And sometimes people, they they see no other option sometimes, unfortunately, and they commit suicide or something, you know, or they do drugs or overdose. I'm not saying that's always the outcome, but I'm, you know, it, it does happen. So let me ask you this question. In high school, you and I are very similar, even despite the age gap. And I think we still, I I think we were raised pretty much like, or we grew up the same way-ish, emotionally, mentally, and how um, uh, how we cope with things. I think I was more like, like, kind of like that weird artsy person where I was like, well, whatever, fuck, I'm just going to be me. I don't, like, I just didn't care, but I was also funny. That's how I, that's just how I lived. Um, and then old, as I, the older I got, um, I wasn't really um, attacking the issues as I was just like living through them, mm-hmm. which is one way to do it. Um, but you're, you're a bit more emotional than I am. And you're a bit more in your head than I am. Yeah. Like, so like while in high school things like boys, they, they didn't bother me. Like it just, Nothing that said bothered me because I was like, well, they're just fucking words. I don't really care. Yeah. I'm going to fucking do this. Like, I wish I thought that way. Every fucking word anybody said, dude. Yeah. I I remember they called me Chi Chi Boy. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and there was nothing I could do about it. You know, it's kind of like, well, he got his posse. You know, why why they call you Chi Chi Boy? Because I was a fat fuck. Look look at that picture. (laughs) Look at that picture. (laughs) The one you posted. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I, yeah, I remember we were we were practicing. That was like, high school or grade school? It was grade school. Oh, fucking chichi boy. Yeah, Fuck. I re- I remember we were practicing like a, a baile. You know how we used to do like uh, uh, what do they call them? Um, I don't know, whatever. But a folkloric dances yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, and there was this dance where we're running around, you know, in a big circle, kind of like following each other. Mm-hmm. And every time I fucking ran into this little guy, he was a little short guy too. I probably could have like, you know, body slammed his ass and it was over. <laughs> but, you know, I was afraid, you know, like I, I emotionally, I you're just like, yeah. emotionally, I'm just like, I don't know how to defend my, I was never, right. I was always told, oh, never engage, you know, right. just leave him alone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I wish I was told like, dude, if somebody fucks with you, Beat fuck him ass. up, yeah. body slam him, stone cold stunner this guy or whatever. <laughs> But every time we ran around, he's like, he would do the bouncing motion and everything, and be like, "Chee chee boy," and, and <laughs> oh, it, bro, it, bro. dude, it was terrible, bro. Kids can be so cruel. Yeah, it's fucked up, man. But yeah, I was definitely emotional a little. So bit you were bullied that, a bit. I was bullied a lot. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, a lot. I was. Yeah, so, but I, I overcame it. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, that's what I want. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get to, or I guess that's where we we differ, um, because I wasn't really affected by it. Like I was saying, I can remember some things where they things bothered me, but it wasn't like a like bullied by boys. So like you know when they call you Chi Chi boy and shit, <laughs> like what did that do for your like for your masculinity? Like did, did that make you question? Oh, like 
I'm a I'm a weak boy or, or I'm a girl. Like, what was the thought process or emotional process at the time that you can think of? My thought process was like, how come I just don't have the courage to fucking clothesline this guy and beat his ass? <laughs> I mean, I'm just speaking in wrestling terms because I watched a lot of wrestling right. back then, you know. But um, that's what that's how it affected my masculinity that I'm weak. And people around me saw, oh shit, this guy's weak. Anybody could pick on him. Like he's he's a fucking bitch, you know. He's yeah. a girl, like yeah. especially Chi Chi boy. Like oh, <laughs> I'm a fat kid with tits. It's, you know, it's, it, it's it, it was it was just a cluster fuck, like a big pile of. Is it interesting? Upness. Funny and fucked up how the simplest words can cause the most fucking damage, dude. Yeah. It's just literally Chi Chi boy. Because not it's true. like not like your mom was a hoe. No, or like you fucking limp dick motherfucker. No, it's like. Chichi boy and he's like it's the simplest shit yeah but just repetitively said to you is fucking like, like yeah and it got to me if somebody called me chichi boy now it, it wouldn't really just, bother me laugh it it'd be whatever all right so after that after grade school uh well you just dealt with being a chichi boy and then you went to high school and then you had like this you know awakening or whatever um emotional renaissance and you're uh, in a better place so now let's take chichi boy into high school how how are they different? I guess it was a fresh start. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody. You know, nobody knew me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of slimmed down a little bit too. I stretched out, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I still had chiggies, but <laughs> like they weren't like like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, they were still nice though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but uh, no, it was just a fresh start. And it was kind of like uh, a fresh start for me just to be like, all right, you know what? Don't even try to fit in, you know, just be yourself. Just, you know, focus on music. That's when I started music. That was, uh, You know what? That That's the one thing I remember now. I mean, I didn't think about it then because I don't really play music anymore right now, which is kind of sad Bitch, too. I know. But it was the music. I, I started playing guitar after high uh, after elementary school. I really wanted a guitar, so I worked hard for it. Went to go work with my dad, and uh, he bought me a guitar, you know, for payment. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what distracted me. I focused on music. I focused on being a good musician. I was in band. I was in jazz band. I was, you know, I, I think I was good at it, you know, and, um, people liked me for it, you know, like, I don't know. I, I felt like that's where I belonged, like playing music. I did play sports. So that kept me focused on something rather than focusing on, say making friends Mm -hmm. or like fitting in or being cool or looking cool it's like no i just focused on this thing this is me this is this is daniel so your granddad to your dad abusive in the sense where there wasn't like understanding it was just kind of you're just a dude yeah do your job fucking do your thing right and then you know your dad has you and you know your dad he's a bit more lenient kind of like he's more like well i have feelings but i I'm not going to talk about him. Yeah. But then he just had anxiety. Like, that was his, that's how he, like, spoke out was having anxiety. Yeah. And he didn't know he had anxiety, which is like. Well, that was the was, outcome. Right. That, exactly. That was the outcome. Yeah. Right. But then, so then, then he had you. And then, you know, he didn't teach you about, like, it's okay to be emotional. It was just more like, it's okay, mijo. You know, just go to school. Like, dad, they're calling me teacher boy. And he's like, no te preocupes, mijo. Just fucking go to school. Leave it alone. Like, don't worry about it. Which yeah. left you kind of like, well, fuck. Like, like I want, like. You know how in life, like, you know you can do anything you want because you're your own person. Yeah. But it's not until someone says you can do it that you do it. It's kind of like when someone gives you permission, like, to just do or say something, even though you can do it your whole life. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, how it was you know, with your dad. Like, like you're like, man, like, I, like you, you were two times the size of this kid. Like, you could have just fucking body slammed him. Yeah. But he, you didn't because you were just so confused about your emotions and like, well, fuck, like, I want to. I want to bond with him this kid, but like no one's told me that I can just switch my from emotional to like hardcore and just yeah. like beat his ass. Aggression, yeah. Yeah. So you, you were like, uh, like, you know, whatever, which led you into high school. But by that time, you became a little numb because you were just like, you know, drilled and kind of like whittled right. down to the point where you were just like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to be me. But that's what I'm saying now. So then, and again, I think in high school, you were like me in the sense where, like, well, whatever, like, I, like, you're like cool and emotional. You're open with friends and girls, and you became an artist, you know, with music. So the jock life or the oh, get the fuck out of here, you fag. It never bother you because even dude, with musicians and artists, we're, dude, we're all like, <laughs> we're very close, you know, like yeah. fucking touching each other's butts and they oh, say, yeah. "How's your penis, bro?" Like, yep. you know, they, dude, like being a musician 
is like you can't be homophobic and be a musician. Like you just right. can't. Like all dudes are like, "What up, bro?" and fucking grab your balls and shit. Like it's just like it's, it's a lot more open. There's like a lot of this this this, uh, this camaraderie of like just friendship of just like openness or like whatever. And then someone yeah. will make a gay joke to you, which I mean they're not right, but it's not at your expense or to demean you. But it's more to just like oh whatever. Like we're all the same. Like just admit it. We're all cool. You know. Has your masculinity ever been kind of like startled by anybody before, like a girl or? Uh, a friend or a crush or even your family members, anybody? You know what I realized is that I have, um, a, a, I'm prideful. I'm very like prideful. Like, and it even catches me off guard where like I'm trying to be as like woke about this shit, right? And just like be conscious about my emotions and like this isn't a man or girl thing. This is a human thing. Yeah. I'm trying to undo all those kind of like the damage that I was subconsciously done to me throughout my whole life. But I catch myself now in moments where, like, so my wife will say something, like, um, um, like I say, I don't know, I don't know something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, you didn't know that was pink instead of blue? She goes, oh, you're so cute. And I'm like, I'm not fucking cute. <clears throat> I'm like, I'm fucking, I'm a fucking man. I like blue. Yeah. And like, like it, it's interesting because like, I feel like that's that's like, um, like genetic, like. No one's ever told me, oh, blue is for boys and pink's for girls. Yeah. Actually, my mom did do it. But never to a point where, like, oh, like, that's, you know, that's a girl's color. Why are you doing that? I would say, like, I like it. She'd be like, okay, it was good. And that's it. Yeah. But it's it's funny because whenever my my manliness is questioned, for the most part, I can laugh it off. But I think it's specific people, actually, specifically my wife. Yeah. Because I love her so much and I'm so open to her and I'm just so, like, vulnerable to her. That whenever she kind of like she's not even picking on me, she's just kind of making like a note, like oh, like you're like it's it's cute that you don't know this, yeah. And I'm like, fuck you, I know everything. I fucking know everything in the world, you know. And I get I get like very like aggro, like no, I'm fucking, I am Eric. My name is blah blah blah. Like I fucking, yeah, like I want to do this shit. Uh, well, actually, one interesting article from uh, PsychologyToday.com where it says men are um men are hold up, I need my glasses fuck are my glasses what oh because you're so far away yeah yeah i can't even see that close but anyways (laughs) men are forced to go to therapy because of a marriage that is falling apart due to masking the problems with alcohol or overworking so yeah definitely men at least i i know that for a fact i i kind of always ran to alcohol whenever i had a problem whenever something came up bad day at work on filing out Hey man, I'm gonna have a drink instead mm-hmm. of like talking them out and being like, "Man, today fucking work sucked." I'm not even talking about getting all gushy or anything like mm-hmm. that. Just literally talking about the, the day. day. Yeah. Instead, I would just drink beer. You know, I'll just get drunk, a little drunk, and then just do it all over again the next day. Like men don't like going to therapy. Mm-hmm. They they just don't. Only thir- like what I also saw was only 37 percent of men make up the patients that go to therapy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that says something right there. And one in five men don't trust therapists. So like, and that happened to me when I went to therapy for the first time. I was like, this person doesn't care. You know, like they did. It's just their job. You know what I mean? They just want to make money. Um, so I, I can definitely see that and why we run to other substances, which can be damaging. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, it's definitely hard to be a guy. Yes, absolutely. You're, you're right. It's hard to be a guy because we, we got to come off as tough. We can't admit that we're wrong. Which is funny because being a guy is technically easier, right? Like we're on top. Yeah. We're not girls. Supposedly. You know, you know, we're not, you know, we know we run the world. We make more money yeah. than women do. Well, yep. I mean, I don't. My wife makes more than me, which is fucking fine. My wife makes more than me. Yeah, there you go. You know, so it's like. Uh, but I'm the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you were an asshole regardless. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's uh, man, these things are linking up. So my boy, Jamie, also sent me like this, um, this clip of uh, this guy, this interview. I don't know where it's from. Uh, if someone knows, you could let me know or the name of the guy or the interview. But it says, uh, the guy says. I feel like part of the issue is the idea that men are meant to be resilient. This surprised me. Men commit suicide at a rate of three to one to women, which is crazy because it's better to be a dude. You get paid more. You get male privilege. You've got the patriarchy on your side. You don't menstruate. It's good. It's really good. Up until the age of eight or nine, boys cry the same amounts as girls, and then they are taught to stop. 
they're not allowed anymore. And that's ridiculous. And this fear of looking weak or looking feminine or looking gay is stopping men from talking about their feelings. And then they kill themselves. Which, like, when you, when I read that, I was like, dude, that's, like, on the fucking money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, we have it all, right? Like, you know, we're on top. We're men. You know, we technically have it easy. Yeah. But where we fail is in our emotions, like, our mental health and mm-hmm. our emotional health. Like, the moment it comes to that, then we're, we're brittle as fuck. You know, you, you can take this, you can take fucking Hercules, right? And he's like, has the the the, the powers of a half, he's a, a demigod and shit, whatever. Yeah. But then someone says, hey, Hercules, is that a fucking toga or a fucking dress? Yeah. He's like, what the, what the, and he fucking breaks down, you know? I, I actually feel like men are actually a lot more emotional. I think they're a lot more emotional than Hell women the fuck, yes. Oh, dude, it's 100% because our whole life, all our stocks is in being manly, making money, being tough, being on top, being a protector, being able better than this guy yeah. in every artificial way. Yeah. Um, but we don't take care of ourselves emotionally. Like I said, in a breakup, you, you and the girl break up, right? And yeah. then the fucking girl, she deals with it. She mourns you. She cries. She fucking, like, she feels every emotion and she misses you. I mean, I don't know if times have changed, and I mean, things are changing a bit more with women and men now, but, you know, for the most part, you know, women are more in touch with their emotions and feelings and stuff. Men, you whip her up, ah, fuck it, cool, I'm free man, and you go party and hang out because you celebrate, right, your your freedom. Yep. Little do you fucking know, like I said earlier, that tsunami, that wall of emotions, is just swelling up. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking swelling up. Yeah, and then yeah, by the yeah. time that the girl is, like, over you or yeah. over it enough to, like, live her life comfortably and breathe... You're like, cool, all right. So that party was kind of short. And then you're like, fuck. And then it hits you like a mother, dude. It hits, yeah. it's, it's all emotional. You see, my thing is when, personally speaking, when I go through a breakup, I'm like, oh, everything's going to be fine. You know, I'm whatever, I'll find someone else and everything's going to be good. But then you start to think, man, this is really hard. Like, it fucking sucks. And I'm an introvert, an introvert. And, uh, you know, I'm very introverted and, and I suck at, you know, I'm very awkward when I first meet somebody. I don't mm-hmm. know how to, you know, come up to somebody. That's yeah. why sometimes I feel very lucky that, you know, I have a wife even. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then like my I mind starts, one. my mind starts playing tricks on me. You know, it's like, wait, it's easier for a girl to find a bandaid or whatever, you know, that, that to, to fill in that void. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it, it's hard for me. One, I'm fucking overweight. I'm awkward. <laughs> and it, it's, it, it sucks, you no, know, but it, see, that goes back to your, to your being, to your beginning, your uprooting, bro. Like yeah. you were never given this confidence or this permission to be bold, strong, weak, or they're just, just, just deal with it. The point that and I'm trying to make. To the it. point that I'm trying to make is that women can get laid easier than guys. Oh, is that what it came to? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, that's, that's what I was trying to say. That and, to, and it fucks with you. you that, know? That's the easiest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, fucking women, dude. And a woman opens up a, a like a Tinder site. As soon as they fucking log on, there's already like 50 messages. Yeah, there's like 50 dick pics. In yeah, the, and in fucking. Inbox. I I fucking log on it, and they're like, "How tall are you?" I'm like, "Oh, fuck, well, I'm fucked." Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. And that type of shit fucks with your masculinity. Like it, it definitely uh, affects it in in ways that we're, we're trying to talk about. Um, and sometimes guys don't want to talk about that. They don't want to admit, like you know what, I feel fragile. Like that, this girl broke me down. You know, she she tore me down, and it's like. It's okay to talk about that. Don't go out there being like, oh, this bitch, I don't need her. Yeah, no. Like, no, it's not that you don't need her, but just admit that she fucked you up, you know? Like, she you know, made you feel less of a man. And, you know, all, I've, I've had always thought this 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 uh, mindset of when something happens to you, there's your reaction, how you're feeling about it, how it's affecting you immediately, like, you know, like your outburst. Yeah. And then there's always a fucking root problem. Always. Yeah. Fucking always, man. I remember when uh, a couple of years ago in 2013, I had like the breakup with my my ex. Hardest fucking thing in my life, hardest fucking thing in my life that I can think of today to pass to happen to me like emotionally, where I knew why it happened. Yeah, I knew why it happened. Like just period. Like yeah. I knew why I lost that battle, why I lost that relationship, because I put too much of myself in somebody else. I didn't I didn't take care of myself and that person at well, at that time was like um honest enough and good enough and a better place enough to like call me out on it so then we broke up 
And I remember just like crying there, uh, you know, alone in my apartment, just thinking like, I put myself here. Like, I, I know why I'm here. I'm here because I didn't deal with this at this point. I didn't deal with this at this point. You know, when I broke up with my last girlfriend, I had already had baggage. And instead of dealing with that shit, I, I started a new relationship, which now is double, triple, quadruple fucking baggage. And it's all, again, weighing down on me again. It's like, it's yeah. just it's a repetitive thing that happened three years ago. But I knew it. Like, I knew, like, while I was crying, I wasn't just like, oh, I'm fucking crying. My heart hurts. She left me. I love her. I'm like, that's true. But this this is long time coming, you yeah. know, and that's where I think you know men should be doing, you know, because um, this masculinity begins to mold us at a young age, you know. Like I said, from you, it's gen- it's literally generational. Your grandfather to your dad to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, your dad, your your grandfather was been more like tough and like you know, like you know like like more man, and your dad was more emotional, but didn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And he was dealing with it in his head, and then you came along, and you were more emotional than him. Yeah. But again, you know, it, it just it just trickles down. So we were just, whenever we were like to break down emotionally, we were just like, wait, why am I this emotional? Like, why is this hurting me this much? Why, why? Or just questioning yourself as to why you are where you are, right? Emotionally and mentally, like not just like oh, it's not just the fact that you spilled your beer mm-hmm. right now. It's the fact that it's been building up to this moment. Yeah. And start fucking breaking down those walls and shit. I think a good starting point for anyone who wants to maybe start talking or has all these bottled up emotions is talk to yourself first. Yeah. Say it out mm-hmm. loud. Say out loud, like, you know what? You've been feeling like this. Yep, pretty much. And just be like, why do you feel this way? What did you do? Is it, you know, what could you have done to change? You know, just say it out loud. Say say these problems out out loud. What you're feeling, and see if you could fix it. You know, uh, I'm I'm not saying fix it by yourself and give yourself a therapy session or not, but it's it's just a good start, man. You just <clears throat> gotta walk right through the door and just be like, fuck it. I'm op-, you know, bam. I'm opening up to myself at least. Oh yeah, dude. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing worse than thinking in your head. Oh my god. It's it's kind of like. It's kind of like your computer. If you got a bunch of junk in it, you got to get rid of it. You got to mm-hmm. defragment your computer. You got to organize your thoughts. And uh, I really do believe, uh, I think that's a good, because that sometimes that's how I mm-hmm. work. I just say it out loud. All right, Daniel, you know, like you fucked up. Yeah. You know, how do you, how can you fix this? What can you do? What can you say to this person? You know, like have an imaginary conversation at least or something. Mm-hmm. It, it, honestly, that alone just makes everything better. Dude, I've had moments where I fucking literally recorded myself talking to myself. Yeah. Like I like I'm I'm did like a vocal or voice journal. Be like, all right, I'm 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 gonna like give myself las meras netas. Here we go. And I'm like, Eric, you're here because of this and this and that and this happens. And like at, there's a point where I stop realizing I'm talking to myself and I talk to myself like as if like I was like some random person. Yeah. And it's so fucking good. Like it, it works. It fucking works. If you can't talk to somebody else because you know you're too fucking broy and you're too fucking pride proudful just fucking talk to yourself like bitch yourself out like yeah. be honest if if anything if anything be honest with your fucking self right yeah and if you can be honest with yourself then you can call yourself on your bullshit and then when someone else calls you on your bullshit you can be like yeah i thought about that and, th- and then that opens the fucking fucking gates of like all right now we're making progress but if you're gonna be a stubborn little bitch and say my fucking grandfather was a badass my dad was a badass we didn't hit my we didn't hit women but we fucking de- definitely treated them like shit and we treat ourselves like shit well then you're fucking you know like cut yourself out in it like just yeah just starting out just fucking yeah, just be honest yeah it, it doesn't have to be a bad moment in life that makes you realize it i mean hopefully it doesn't take a bad moment for you to get there but just kind of like sometimes it does you know sometimes it does but you know but like if you're in a good place and you can just be like man that's you know that's a good point like what have i been doing and i'm not saying shitting yourself make yourself feel like, like an asshole like we're all assholes humans you know we make mistakes but just start now like just questioning or being honest with yourself about you know the, the reality of things in your actions and why you are where you are yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And, um, you know, that's why I like having these talks with you. And I, I really do think we had a, a pretty good talk today, you know? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I, th- I think we're going to wrap it up here. And yes, I, I, I think we should because now yeah, I'm getting pumped now. I want, I want to go on a run. Yeah, right. 
I want to go talk to somebody. I want to talk to myself. I want to go talk Eric. about our, our failure of an introduction that we tried <laughs> oh earlier. Oh my god! I, I can't. No, I can't don't bring do it this. back. That 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 hurts much. Yeah. But, but um, shit, guys. Uh, thanks again for coming, and listening to us. Um, we've been hearing all your comments and shit. Um, but do us a favor. Any comments you have for us, good or bad, we will take the bad. Put it on the social media. You know, put us on the map. You know, let people know that you know people are listening. And tell your friends, share it along with other people and, you know, tell them what we're trying to do here or what we're talking about. And, and uh, you know, I, I, we love the love and support. Good and bad is always good love. Just um, put it on the social meds for us. Absolutely. And uh, with that, uh, I do want to say and throw out there that we are not professionals. No, we are not. We do not have degrees. This is just like our experiences and just take... Whatever little advice that we're throwing out there with a grain of salt, we don't want, don't make any decisions based off of what we're saying. It's just experiences. And we just hope that anybody listening, you know, has gone through the same experiences and can relate. And maybe you can take that information and make it your own. But yeah, we're definitely not professionals. No, so sir. I didn't even finish high school. Wait, yes, I did. Yeah. Don't go cry and talk to people because we said so. Do no. it because you want to. <laughs> Um, yeah um a few a few uh a few shout outs for today shout out to my boy jamie for passing that uh that uh, that post that i read to you guys uh he he heard what we were talking about and he passed it on and i was like fucking awesome bro and it came in very handy today so that was cool thank you for that homie and most importantly dude we gotta give a shout out to eli the guy who made the artwork for us the the logo the round logo you guys see with unroth docs and the fist bumping and then the nice cool black logo from Roll Docs on Facebook and shit. That's him. Eli Mendes, my homie, I met him uh, through work. And uh, let me just plug in his sites here. So you can check him out at Elijah underscore Mendes zero on Instagram. That's E-L-I-J-A-H underscore M-E-N-D-E-Z zero on Instagram. Or check him out at, at ElijahMendez.com. That's E-L-I-J-A-H-M-E-N-D-E-Z.com. He's a fucking talented dude. And son of the great Harold Mendes. If you know, you fucking know. If you don't know, Google it. Um, but yeah, dude. Uh, with that, I'm ready to fucking wrap it up and just say goodnight to you guys. Fucking A. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. And um, we'll catch you on the next one. So, love us.